These opportunities will give me what I need to level up life. Hey, what's up, beautiful souls? Chad and Eric here, and we just want to welcome you back to another week at the Roundtable. We are so grateful to have you, and we have a wonderful episode in store for you. So, stay tuned and enjoy. Hey, what's up, beautiful souls? Chad here. Sorry, you're drinking coffee with my main man, Eric Dixon. Yo. <laughs> and uh, we would like to welcome you back to the roundtable. Yeah. Another week at the roundtable with us, sharing our light, sharing our love for you and life and all things in between. So tried to get serious before and then came with something not serious at the beginning, threw me completely off. I had to get ready. I got to keep you guys on your toes, right? Yeah. So like always start the episode we like to just express our gratitude and our love for you for continuing to come back to the round table with us and if you're brand new to the show welcome we hope you enjoy lots of content out there for you guys if you're just coming on board there's yeah. about 75 episodes now or, or mm, in the ballpark yeah uh, i think there's more than that yeah yeah but a lot of content yes a lot of content out there so um, different stuff yeah all kinds of stuff guests no guests we had three hosts at one time now we have two yeah there's different stuff so check it out yeah good stuff great stuff yeah the best stuff the best light stuff light stuff that's (laughs) and somebody said that to me one time you know you guys um in general like you guys talk about like light stuff like you know positive stuff obviously there's some dark in there but in general like positive message is what i think that person meant so yeah that's pretty cool. I, I, yeah, I think we do a good job of um, when we do touch on the more sensitive subjects of of still adding in some laughter and some some positive stories and some experience. So yeah, hope you guys feel the same way. Um, when you when we did the intro right there, um, you know, like how I always say yo after you say my name, and um, someone at work listens to the podcast, and I uh, sent them a uh, a cat. Uh, I always send them a gif in the morning. Yeah, and I sent them a cat this morning, a cat that was like yo. Yeah, and it I didn't even register me, and they were like, "That's a podcast classic," and I was like, "What? I was like, what do you mean?" Yeah, and I was, like, "Oh yeah, I say that every time." <clears throat> you don't even know what you're saying in your own podcast, dude. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> it's funny. Yeah, that is funny, and and it's funny how um, not funny, but it's interesting how people pick up on different things and like hold on to different things in different episodes and so stuff cool, like that. man. So, I love it, man. People are beautiful, and you are beautiful. Eric, thank you, and all of you listeners. So, how was your day, brother? Amazing. Yeah, yeah. Podcast day. Yeah. Duh. Uh, so yeah, <laughs> duh and uh, um, whatever that means. Yeah, that means that means spill the beans is what that means. And that's what we're gonna do on this podcast. So today was great. Um, man, we'll talk about what has been fantastic for the last few uh, for the last few months here, but. Um, but the greatest part of my day, like the, the part that like, um, that like stuck out to me today was, uh, a call that I got at the end of the day. It was at, uh, what time was it? It was at five, literally five fifty. We closed the office at six and, um, I'm going around doing my nightly closings 
and I hear my phone ring, but it's not my phone phone. It's uh, the computer, like we have this Teams thing that you can message people on, mm -hmm. and you can also call people through that messenger. So I heard that ringing, and I was like, why is my boss calling me? I just walked away from her office, like, because that's the only person that calls me on that line. Mm -hmm. So I go to my computer. So now it's like 5.52. I look at it, and I'm like, I've never got a call from this person. And I called him back, and I was like, what's going on? And they were like, hey, you know, just sitting here trying to piece myself together. And I'm like, well, what's up? And they were like, um, yeah, so you're having a baby. Yeah. And I was like, yes, we are. Boom. We are having a baby. There it is. We're having a baby girl. And um, so lots to talk about on that. But um, – but it just like I've never got a call from this person. Um, I don't know how they feel about you know me like saying their name or something. So I'll just keep it as that person. Right. But um, but they you know I've never got a call from them, and uh, we've talked before. You know at you know all the events that we do. If I see them in passing, like yo, what's up? Like uh, yo, there it is again. And you know, but I, I just the call at the end of the day, at the very end of the day, like yeah. it was like, dude, you were, were still there working first off that's amazing because you know most people are packed up and just ready to leave the office but i know that they were still working because they told me that they had to watch that video and then gather themselves which was the moment i caught up to the call um in order to make their next call yeah so um yeah so they called me congratulated me uh and kayla on uh, on on the baby announcement because uh the my company posted it today oh really that's yeah. cool yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, it's amazing. Um, and uh, on on our level, uh, I hope they post it like on our uh, PLK website or whatever. But like on my level at the Jameson, so it was my boss that put it on our Facebook wall. Mm -hmm. um, but dude, she was so excited to share it, which like overjoyed me because yeah. we've known for a while, and um, and and my boss knew as well. I couldn't hold it from her. I mean, that's the person I see, you know, the most out of everybody else. Right. And so when we got the news today, like she could share stuff, it was just like, um, she literally screeched like, Oh my God. Like I'm so excited and went right to her office. And the next thing, right the next the time I saw media. her was a, the post was out. <laughs> what? Right to the social media, right to the social media. Yep. <laughs> that's awesome. Man. Right back to her office. So, uh, yeah, she screeched. She's like, Oh my God, I can't wait to, to, to share it went back like made the coolest posts about it um and just yeah it's already opened me up to other people in the company like um i'm like mm, who is that and check them out like oh sweet like didn't know this person even knew like i existed or whatever like it's just cool to be able to interact like that yeah i can't always get out to these other places where other people are and i don't really know who these people are right so when they interact with me that gives me a digital space to be able to interact and connect and be like oh well i might have some interest with these people so I think it's a good thing on that front. Some, yeah, you know, you get to learn about everybody. You know, it's right. such an easy tool to be able to use. But um, so yeah, that was as simple as the call was. It was like, hey, congratulations! Like, man, I'm so happy for you. Like, this is amazing. Um, hey, if you ever need anything, like anything at all, just call me. Right. And it and to be honest, like this person is a really nice person. So I'm not talking about their character. I'm just saying, like, I would never expected that. Right. This person's overly nice, like love them to death. They're in the best position that they are because of who they are. Well, I just 
never had gotten that before from somebody I barely talked to. Hey, anything you need? <coughs> never had help. a baby before. Well, um, yeah, that's another <laughs> thing that I've never done before. So I've never had that before. Man, I'm so happy for you, brother. Thank you, dude. Man, it's yeah. out. It's yeah, out. it's out, dude. It's out. Um, Welcome to the table, Nora. I, I, yeah, her name will be Nora Jean. Um, we came up with that name. It's a mixture of Kayla and I's grandmas. Um, and Jean is a uh, name that's used in both male and female in our families in general. Right. It's a lot of middle names and it's some first names as well. Um, and I just, I was like, we got it. My name's middle Jean. Like my middle name is Jean. So I was like, we got to get it in there somehow. So Kayla's grandma, her name was Nora. And I had a grandma whose name was Norma Jean. We decided to put those two things together and came up with Nora Jean. Boom. Yeah. Beautiful brother. NJ for short. NJ. NJ. Get over here, NJ. My little ninja. Yeah. My little ninja. <laughs> ninja. So, yeah, man. Uh, cat's out the bag. That was the best part of my day. Um, it's just, I've been, I, it's been hard to describe the last couple of days. We right. recently just shared the news with everybody. So, it's been an overwhelming joy. I mean, so much love. It's, it's crazy. Yeah. It's awesome. Feels good. It feels amazing. <laughs> so, that's beautiful, uh, my man. Yeah. I'm so happy for you. And he's even got, if you could see, he's even got his dad established 2022 mug. Yep. Sure do. Custom made. Yep. Right here. Right here uh, in the Dixon home. Yep. So mom's got one too, but yep. Got the cup out. Just need a pair of new balances. The old white ones. Yeah. And I'll be official. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah, you will be. <laughs> That's funny. My my baseball team all has the the dad shoes. Yeah, yeah the like official dads. Team. Yeah, they're called monarchs or some shit. something like that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, I remember you told it, me about that. Yeah, it, it's funny. It's funny because there's only two dads on the team, th- three dads on the team, yeah. and two of the three don't have them, <laughs> myself included. <laughs> the old grass cutting shoes. <laughs> they're um. I mean, they're quality. You know. There, uh, there were every dad has, so I'm looking forward to that. Um, you know, but just you know, really trying to take it all in. Um, but I want to before you know, before we jump into all that kind of stuff, I want to ask how your day was, man. How how did you do today? What what was the best part? Oh man, being a dad, awesome. Yeah, um, yeah. Something you have to look forward to, man. I I've had a rough couple weeks with uh, extended family. A uh, really difficult yeah. situation within my family, and uh, not to get too much into it, but kids and foster care and child protective services and everything is involved. And you know, as as somebody that you know, my family looks towards for guidance and uh, life. You know, uh, it's been really difficult, and, and there's been a lot of heaviness on my heart as far as that goes. Um, so tonight at dinner. Aubrey, it was just me, Cole, and Aubrey. Brittany was at work, and Aubrey must have sensed it on me, and she caught me, like, facing my food, like, Dad, I love you. Mm. And just, oh, dude, it, like, it opened up the floodgates. Oh, yeah. Like, don't make me cry at dinner. Yeah, get, get a good one out. Yeah, and she's yeah. like, you're such a good dad. You're such a good human. And oh, man. Dude, it was like, oh. I'm like, how did you know, Aubrey? <laughs> like, I, I, I had felt the tears there, but it. I have a hard time getting them out. Once I get them out, I can let them flow. But like letting down that wall to let them flow is difficult for me sometimes because yeah. I internalize and 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 I don't express my emotions a lot. 
so that was it was a really beautiful moment and we got to that led into a conversation about love languages uh and expressing to her like so most of my life i've built this ego up to where i was like oh you know not a lot of people complimented me because of the way i received them i received them poorly or didn't receive them at all you know i kind of made a light of it or uh kind of let it inflate my head mm. and, and stroke my ego if you will yeah instead of fill the heart right mm. exactly so so now uh, a lot of people that have known me for a long time not a lot i don't receive a lot of that because I don't receive it well. And, and that's my own doing. I understand that. But words of affirmation are my love language. So not receiving a lot of words of affirmation from people around me, it can get heavy sometimes because I don't need to spend time with somebody. I don't need gifts. I don't need any of this. But words, just tell me you love me. Tell me you think I'm awesome. You know. So it was a really beautiful moment when Aubrey kind of took the weight off like, oh, thank you, sweetheart. Dude, had some house repairs the last three fucking days. Had a yeah. water line bust in the shower. Did you? <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> and then um, the sensor went out on my hot water heater, and then one of the L valves broke on the hot water heater. And I was like, dude, what the fuck is going on? But, you know, I made the joke when the water line busted. I'm like, I'm not a handyman, babe. Yeah. Like, I felt horrible. Like, I can't fix this. I don't know what the fuck to do. Right. And you two wasn't cutting it. Yeah. You know, because that's what... Uh, led to the line busting me doing a fucked up not replacing the valve properly <sighs> and <laughs> dude it was just a shit show yeah. so <laughs> yeah it's it's, it's but, tough yeah God, so god's determined to make me a handyman by continuing to throw these house issues at me this week but it's been good everything is fixed everything is golden only had to call the plumber once nice <laughs> So, yeah, man. Aubrey lifting me up was my favorite part of the day. That's so, awesome. Yeah, it's it good, man. She's a, she's a great human being. Mm-hmm. She is, man. So, we all are. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. you know, but in that story. Yeah, for sure. And and I think the presence, she probably learned that presence from somewhere yeah. in order to pick up, you know. And she definitely learned how to soothe somebody. For sure. Let them know that it's okay. Absolutely. I think you do that quite often. Thank you, brother. Thank You're you, awesome. my man. Thank you. Look at that. Oh, thank you, man. You're I appreciate that for real. You're welcome. Well, good, man. So, yeah, man, that's a, a beautiful thing you have to look forward to. Mm-hmm. Being a father, man. How exciting. <laughs> Just, dude. So, I'm sure most people know, but you, you guys have been trying for some time. Like, let's let's start. To, let's pick this apart. You know yeah. about my day. We um, we started trying, um, you know, uh, and what I mean by started trying is we stopped protecting ourselves, right, and allowed it to happen. That's what I mean by started trying. We started trying in June of twenty nineteen. Um, yeah, three years ago, just <clears throat> call it. And um, you know. I thought I thought it was just a process of like you unprotect yourself and boom you have a baby. You know, I just I that's what I thought the process was. I see I saw you have kids. I see a lot of other people and I'll still use that word a lot. Right. <laughs> Cuz there is. There yeah. Um in general just have kids. You don't you don't really hear about the trouble which I've come to learn is if you 
turn over the right stones, you do hear the trouble. You know, you do. If you share your story, there's a better way to put that than you do hear about the stories of right. people having trouble. It's just that I've never had a kid before. I never knew what, what to expect at all. Right. So that was my expectation going into it. Um, you know, another thing that's, that's coming to mind is like, you know, um, I think this, I think this whole process started a long time ago, like a long time ago. I think it started back. Uh, this just came to me today. Like, uh, I think it started back when I got my second DUI and I stopped drinking and changed my ultimately changed my ways of what I used to do before that, like which is a womanizer, which will lead to more about Nora and the and the significance of her later. But like, I feel like at that point when I stopped drinking because of the trouble I had gotten in, it was preparing me and changed my ways. It was preparing me for what I just got news of, which was a baby girl on the way. Which a lot of like, there's a, there's um. There's some family history with with alcohol um, and children and stuff like that. So, you know, I just didn't want that to be a part of my life. I think that's why I needed to change it, but also the trouble part. But anyways, so I had that thought today. I'm like, man, I I feel like this started a long time ago. And I feel like, you know, God was trying to tell me a message like, hey, man, you better stop what you're doing because you got some big things coming. And it was, it's going to be a long process and you got a lot to change. But I feel like that was the point. Yeah. I've really been thinking about it a lot. Like, when did this happen? Like, when, when do we, you know, when did this all start? And that's the point that I came to. So fast forward to when I met Kayla. Um, we really hadn't, uh, we really hadn't discussed it. Maybe we did, but it wasn't like something that was really on the plate for either of us. And then we talked about it. Um, and then we started trying basically now she probably has a much better story than that, but really I kind of forget all the details. <laughs> so until, um, until June of 2019, we just kind of went with the flow. Like just, you know, if it happens great, if it doesn't, whatever. But then we started trying and, um, found out realizing that it wasn't as easy as we thought. Um, we kind of went that way for a little while because, um, this is just my own opinion is I feel that I was in a place where I was enjoying life, uh, meaning not having a child and doing things that we were doing, traveling, getting married, um, you know, just freedom. Yeah. All the stuff that, that you do when you don't have a kid. Right. Essentially. Yeah. Um, so I was, I mean, I was happy with that too. So I went on with that for a while. Like we're still trying, but we're also still like over here on this side too. Um, so yeah, it just kind of went like that for a while. We started realizing that it wasn't as easy as we thought, which was turned out to be a blessing in disguise for the next three years. And um, I don't really remember when it was, but we started uh, going to a fertility doctor. Um, I uh, I felt like there was a issue with myself um having to uh reproduce um for several different reasons so went and had me checked and you know sure enough that they gave us a three percent chance of getting pregnant based on my results um so that really didn't give us much hope right so we took that and um and again just kind of 
ran with life. Um, if it happens, it happens. If it doesn't, you know, it doesn't. Uh, that was during the time uh, when COVID came around. So like going back and get like official testing and stuff like that, it just like was out the door. Right. You know, like yeah. there was no nobody was doing reasons. it. Yeah. There's no, so we like ran, you know, I, I'm just going to say me again. I'm not going to speak for her. I'm just going to speak for me. Like right. we, I ran with that. And again, we just let it go on. And finally, um, you know, fast forward a couple of years, we, uh, we had a conversation where, um, you know, where we were either going to continue, uh, by going to like get IVF or there's another one out. It's called like IUI or what, something. What like. is IVF? I know. IVF is, I don't know what it stands for, <clears throat> but it's basically, um, where they take your, uh, your sperm. They and, make it happen. And directly inject it into the egg essentially. Right. Okay. I got so you. they make, they cut they out that whole, yeah, they make it happen. Yeah. Yes. Um, so we were either going to do that or there's another process. Uh, it's, uh, I don't know the terminology here, but it's, it's less evasive, I think, than that. Yeah. Um, which makes it cheaper. There's the better word. It's a lot cheaper to do and successful. Uh, it has success. Mm-hmm. So we were like, well, if we don't have to spend all that money to do IVF, then we'll try the, the other step. Um, or we were just going to stop completely and try somewhere else. Like we were thinking about moving. We didn't know what we were doing. I think the the thought of having a kid was like what we really you know had planned and it wasn't working out. So we're like, what do we do next? Do we do we move somewhere else? Do we, do we tra- what do we do? Travel. Do we travel? Right. What do we do? and um i think it was a week later um we we decided to keep trying and a week later oh we decided to keep trying and then we went kayla went to uh a doctor and went to uh went to her doctor and her doctor was like listen which as i'm telling the story i'm remembering details um so again she has the best story of it but she went to see a doctor and she was like, have you guys tried fertility tests? Um, ovulation, ovulation tests. Yeah. yeah. To where, you know, <clears throat> you're measuring when Kayla is the most fertile. No, we haven't tried that. So we tried that. And after two months, we got pregnant. Boom. So, yeah. Second. Yeah. The second month we got pregnant. Um, the first month we did make a, a, a very intentional try at it on the day of... Um, Multiple times. <laughs> Practicing is always fun, too. It is always fun. Um, <laughs> next, But the next month, though, uh, was very special to us. We went to the Red River Gorge. The gorge just wasn't the same. It was very odd. Like, we didn't we didn't go on many hikes at all. We just kind of stayed at the at the house, which ended up being the reasoning. Um, and, uh, yeah, we, we practiced that day. And that day we made a baby. Boom. Came home. I don't know, however many weeks later. And um, at 6.45, I can't remember what day it was, but I will. 6.45 in the morning, we figured out that we're going to be having a little a little baby at that time. And then a week ago, we figured out that uh, we'll be having a baby girl. So, I'm so happy for you, man. <laughs> Yeah, so it's it's been a ride, man. It hasn't it hasn't been easy. There's been a lot of ups and downs. Um, a lot of minds have been changed. Um, we've gone back and forth. 
Lots of process. Lots, lots of process. Lots of process. Lots of like, man, just feeling inadequate as a man. Yeah. Like, man, why can't I make a baby? Yeah. Why can't I do this? Mm. Yeah. All these other men around me are doing it. What's wrong with me? Mm. And there's nothing wrong with me. Right. At all. Right. Um, and just hearing the stories afterwards, after we've told our story, I literally can't keep up. Like I, I put my phone down the other night. I was like, I can't, I can't keep up. I haven't responded back to a single one of them just because it's like, there's oh, so many, a lot. Yeah. so many, but then, you know, I heard a couple of stories where people are like, <clears throat> man, um, we did this for so long, you know, no luck. But after this, we got, you know, we got pregnant. We did this, we did that. We're still not pregnant. This, that still not pregnant. Like t- I'm telling you just, just keep going. Yeah. Just keep stay going. the course. Just don't ever stop. Just just keep going. Like that's what you want. It sounds cliche, but like there, God will 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 tell you when it's time. Yeah, for sure. Because I didn't understand it at all. I mean, I beat myself up over it every day. Yeah, I know you did, brother. I know you did, man. So, um, so that felt good, man. To to. oh man to finally see that like wow and i think uh i think she took three or four pregnancy tests that day just to make sure right you know um but man that felt good what a what a sign that was to see that positive sign on there repeatedly oh man just such a huge relief like oh yeah i did do it and that was uh conveniently that was the day after we had recorded the podcast with james that's what i was gonna say yeah. It was a Wednesday. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the Becoming Dad episode. Okay, there we go. You know, where so, you yeah. shared your fears about becoming a dad yeah. and and your your journey, a little bit of your journey. Yeah. James shared a lot of his and mm-hmm. uh, again, like you said, another story of of triumphing over the feeling of not being able to be, have a or have a child. Yeah. So yeah, man, when you when you told me, I'm like, we just talked about that last night. Holy shit, the universe is so crazy. Just talked so about beautiful, it. Man. And I, you know, and I, um, and really, like, you and I have talked about it. Oh, yeah. You know, a lot. Um, but I've never, I've never actually, uh, I've written it down, you know, but I've never, I've never actually voiced it. Like, me telling you as a voice, but like, I've never voiced it to anybody else besides that. Yeah. And I really put myself out there. You know, uh, to a lot of people, right? And to somebody that I looked up, look up to as well. And um, and then once I released it, just verbally out of my mouth, next day, <laughs> boom, pregnant. yep, very next day. So it's literally just getting the poison out. Yep, that's it. Just got to open up the flow, right? Yeah, open up the flow. Yeah, that dude. <laughs> I giggle because the life is just so beautiful, man. It's so beautiful. I'm so fucking happy for you, man. And, and <laughs> so when you told me, and I know I've shared this with you, but when Eric told me this, I'm like, cool, next week we're going to fucking tell everybody. We're going to have this episode we're having tonight then. Yeah. And, and But, you know, they had a they had a whole plan. Dude, it was awesome. Yeah, and that's, um, and we can talk about that, you know? Yeah. So that's like, uh, that's something I had to go through as well, man. Like, yeah. You know, uh, Kayla and I, we, you know, we have, we have talked it out as right. far as a couple because, <clears throat> you know, I, I want to, 
you know, be the best husband I can be, which includes a couple of things, at least just for me. Like one of them is like compromise. So when this, you know, when this broke out, I, I mean, I was just like you, like, right. I, I, was, like, I was like, this. so because that's just the way that we live, you know, like, right. <clears throat> so I, you know, I got super excited and I still am and always will be. Um, but I had to slow, slow my roll again. Cause I, I've never been through this before. I don't know anything. I kind of, uh, feel like what's her name. And, um, damn it, completely blank Ruth. And, um, Oh, the show that's on Netflix. Uh, I can't remember, but she's like, I don't know shit about fuck. <laughs> I don't think I've seen that. That's a good one. Um, but anyways, so I don't know anything. I don't know what to expect. So I'm excited. I want to tell everybody. Right. No, 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 no. Hold on. Right. I'm like, okay, well, why would we not tell anybody? Well, because there's a chance that there could be a miscarriage. Right. And I'm like, okay, fair. Yeah. Then, you know, I started looking it up. I'm like, okay, this is valid. Like, a lot of this happens a lot. So yeah, it's pretty. I mean, it's pretty common. Pretty common. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty common. Again, it's just like this thing I had in my head where I'm like, oh, okay. Son. So you have, you know, you have sex. You are confirmed. You have a baby, and it's done. That's it. All right. No, there's so much that can go wrong. Right. So much. So, um, I was like, okay, well, fine, fair. Um. And then there was another plan to to wait longer, which I even wait even longer than today, which I respect that. But I also had to use my voice too, because once you get past a certain point, then that that point starts to lessen a whole lot. Right. That possibility starts right. to lessen a whole lot. So yeah. that point was twelve weeks, and I said, you know, well, after twelve weeks, then I feel like it is fair that. We come to a compromise and we tell everybody. Yeah. And, you know, long story short, it, that we were, we agreed upon that. And when our pictures came back, um, which we couldn't wait for, we were literally checking our email. We had every notification on from this person. Like, <laughs> I was like, did you check to make sure it's not there yet? I couldn't wait. So both of us were just as excited. Like, right. And, um, and then, yeah, we, uh, we found out and we got the pictures back and then we let everybody know. So that was, that was something I, you know, I went through, I grew through every day. I was like, and even though I still was okay with it and still am, it was just something that was like, I just feel like, you know, if you, if you put as many prayers to the positive in your position, then that can only help. Right. But I also get the letdown of that many people as well. I mean, it just is. So. But here we are, out in the open, and it at, feels great. At the round table. Uh, yeah. Out Daddy in Dixon in the house, <laughs> yeah. rocking the dad mug. Yeah, rocking the dad mug. Um, yeah, man. So um, got to go to uh, the first appointment with her, uh, which was amazing. I mean, we saw the heartbeat, which uh, I don't know about anybody else's uh, sonogram appointment, but there was no like warm up. She literally just stuck the thing on her stomach and was like, pop there's the heartbeat yep dropped melted after that yeah i really didn't know what to say to be honest i mean i was like that's the heartbeat first off <laughs> i was like was? i was like thank you god because i was like look at that thing fluttering i don't know what that means but that looks healthy yeah 
perfect. It's 161. Yeah. At that time, um, which we can go into this story. Uh, at that time, I, when I saw the heartbeat, I was, Kayla had told me that if, you, if it's a higher heartbeat, then it's usually a girl. The yeah. theory is. So I was like, um, I was like, okay, well then it's a girl. But I already knew. Yeah. The vision three years ago that happened. Yeah. Yeah. It's after one of the nights. Yeah. I saw it clear as day. Yeah. So it was a vision of me. I was mowing and it was in this house, which I don't think we had yet. No, we did. But it was, it was through the, uh, the window and I was mowing and I looked through the glass and I saw Kayla with a baby girl and she had her in her arm, like, uh, like as if she was like burping her or whatever. Um, and I told her about that. I was like, I had a vision of you with a baby girl. And then that was three years ago. And then here we are today. And then when we got to do the, um, man, uh, that was an awesome night. Um, the night you had the vision. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it, yeah. Right. It had to have happened at that point. Right. I don't remember what night, but I know, I know what you mean. Yeah. And, um, and ever since then, but yeah, then I heard the heart or saw the heartbeat. I was like, for sure, girl, no doubt. Um, we did a little, um, we did a little gender reveal with just her and I, and we, uh, had party city, put the results in an envelope and, and then, uh, put, put confetti in a balloon and we popped the balloon. We did that and recorded it. That was fun. That was another feeling I've, so for you, like, did you do like a gender reveal? How did you figure out the gender? Because no, we just had the doctor tell us. Really? Yeah. Was just I'm like, impatient. Hey, just tell us. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> what did you feel at that moment though? Do you remember? Um, with Aubrey, I... Yeah, because Aubrey was your first. Right. Um, I do remember. And I'm not going to lie. I was hoping it was a boy. Yeah. I, I, I'll just be honest. I was hoping it was a boy. For sure, man. So I was like, oh... So I had to totally readjust my sales because I'm like, it's a boy for sure. I'm definitely having a boy. Yeah. And the universe is like, nope. You know, I was a 19 year old fucking clueless kid. You know, yeah. it's like I, I just want my little dude. Right. You know what I'm saying? And thank God I didn't because I could have raised a little monster because I was still in my monster phase, you know? <laughs> um, so, so the world sent a, a little girl to me to uh, soften me up and show me my feminine side. So, yeah. um, yeah, I, I had to readjust my sales. I was excited, but I, I, I had some readjusting I had to do at, at 19 years old. It's like, oh, shit. Okay, you're not having a boy. What the fuck is it going to be like raising a little girl? Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. I don't know anything about little girls. Oh, fuck. Man. You know? Wow. So um, it was good, though, man. It was exciting because once I – it the shift is quick. Sure. Like, okay, well, yeah, it's a girl. Okay. Daddy's little girl. Yeah. Daddy's little print. Okay. Mm. Okay. And you start to get behind it. And you're yeah. like, okay, maybe maybe I'll be closer with her than I would have a son. You yeah. know? So, yeah, man, it, it felt good. It felt good. It took me back. But then, man, I wouldn't change it for the world, man. Wouldn't change it for the world. You know what's interesting? That I'm, the reason I'm smiling so big right now is because, so, do you remember at that time, was there any, like, probably wasn't any hashtags going on at that time. <laughs> So like a a popular hashtag right now is girl dad. Oh really? Yeah. Boom, dude. It's everywhere, bro. Like it, the popular thing right now is to be a girl dad. Yeah. Oh yeah. 
like and i think that's a great thing that men are you know getting in touch with their feminine side and and being closer to to their daughters you know yeah so i think it's a great thing but as you were saying that it's like you know because you like you're like okay girl dad like yeah right we'll be closer with her and like so now here we are however many years later where it's like the thing now like dudes want to be girl dads like yeah so they can do that yeah. it's interesting just how times have changed yeah, yeah. i think uh, facebook was only had been out a year and you still had to have a college email address oh, yeah. at that point yeah so um that was like the first social media for me well no i guess myspace back well never mind yeah there weren't hashtags yeah. then you know so Man, some of my first pictures on my Facebook page though were with me and Aubrey at the park and stuff when yeah. she was a newborn. And oh god, I had my eyebrow pierced, a little punk looking kid, all oh, with this precious little girl. Man, I, I've been blessed, brother, and I and I know you you are too. So, yeah. <laughs> being a girl dad is awesome. Hashtag girl yeah, dad, girl dad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man, yeah. There, there's. You know, people talk about, you know, you should raise them the same. You should raise boys and girls the same. I, I'm calling bullshit on that, man. Yeah. They're different. They're different, man. I mean, you want to keep a, a consistency in your parenting and uh, you want to guide and not dictate what they do in their life, at least in my opinion. And, you know, I, I, I don't know. I just, they're different energies. So if you don't manage them differently, I think you're doing yourself a disservice as a parent. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Which hands down to your child it's like man not just boy and girl you should parent every child differently because every child is different yeah you know mm -hmm. so yeah it's like this it's um yeah it's kind of strange how how different they actually are you yeah. know i've i've i don't i mean obviously i don't have any uh kids um you know, so I, I don't know how they interact, but people that have multiple kids, they say, you know, even same sex, they just turn out completely different. Right. One's one way and one's completely different. Right. No matter how you raise them, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. So, yeah, you got to just kind of go with the flow. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I, I I think the biggest piece of advice that I, I try to give as a parent, just from my perspective and what I've learned along the way is, is parent, parenting, and I've learned this the hard way, is more about guiding and less about dictating because I used to be a dictator as a mm -hmm. parent. I used to tell my, I used to tell Aubrey, you have to do this, you have to do this, or you have to do this or else, you have to do this, you have to work this hard, you have to, have to, have to, have to, have to, have yeah. to. And it's like all these expectations and all this weight we put on our children when it does the, that truth does, may not resonate with them yeah. and their path and their soul journey in this life. And, yeah. and it can create confusion and can create um, unrealistic uh, expectations uh, of children, yeah. you know, and something I learned along the way is like, you know, I, as a grown man, I, we can shoulder a lot more than these children, but we project all the shit that we're not dealing with onto our children and, and create these expectations and people live vicariously through their kids and force them down a path they think they should be on instead of saying, Hey, what would you like to do with your life? What, yeah. what makes you happy? What makes you smile? What makes you feel good when you do it, mm -hmm. you know, and, and give them that option, you yeah. know, like Cole wanted to get in gymnastics yeah. back. If I was 20 and my little boy would have wanted to get in, I'm like, no, bro, you're going to play baseball and football and right. you know, 
But it's like, oh, you want to do gymnastics? Heck yeah, dude. Let's do it, man. Right. You know, it's just like that ego man thought that I used to carry as a teenager when For I had sure. Aubrey. Um, it, it's just, I saw the, the detriment that it caused with Aubrey. Yeah. And uh, I've learned to guide and, and be open. You know how I parent Aubrey now. Like, that child really does whatever she wants. But mm-hmm. raising her a certain way, she doesn't step outside of the, the boundaries, right. you know, the unspoken boundaries. Like, she still acts right and does the right thing and and um, makes good decisions. Mm-hmm. So I think that comes from guiding them, yeah. you know, and admitting when you're wrong. Yeah. That's a big thing. Yeah, admitting, definitely. I mean, especially with kids. I mean, they're like the easiest, like, lie detectors. Yeah, you know they're energy sensors. That, yeah, yeah, they'll, for they'll, sure. They know, kids know. Yeah, they're, smart. they're so smart. Yeah, smarter than me. This, you know, I I think that's because they feel more than we do. They're, we think they're able. We think more than they do, yeah. and they feel. Yeah. You know, because they don't have all the programming. They don't have thirty five years of programming bullshit of opinions and and have tos in their mind. Yeah. You know, so they just feel the truth. Somebody told me a story the other day about uh, a kid and they were like, man, they told us the most wild story the other day about how they, you know, we went to go see these, like, I don't know, Christmas elves, like Christmas time or something. We went to go see these Christmas elves and the little kid was like, hey, I know that guy. I used to work with him in the elf shop. (laughs) And the mom was like, what? And she's (laughs) like, "Like, tell me more. And he laid out this whole Whole story. story, bro. And I was like, dude. That's the truth. That yeah. kid's telling the truth. The past life. Either that or you watched Elf. Right. <laughs> or probably both. And Elf actually happened. Right. And that's why somebody wrote about it. Right. You know? So I was like, yo, that kid's telling the truth. So I believe you. And I I totally believe that. I feel like kids are closer to the truth because, yeah, they don't have that all that crap in their head, man. All that, <laughs> you know, stored, just useless stuff. Like the have-tos. Like you said, that's, that's a good one, man. Like. Yeah. Yeah, and that's and that's something that um, you know that I uh, I had the same mindset. Like you know, you got to do this, got to do that, have to do this, have to do that, all by this time or else. Right. <laughs> and, and then you're like, like, or else what? And you're like, oh fuck, I don't know. I don't know. Or else, just or else. What do you that's mean? Dot no, dot dot. Yeah, there's just, no, <laughs> just don't do that. Right. Just don't do that option. <laughs> okay. So uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> man dude kids are such a joy cole, cole does that shit all the time like so going back to your story about uh, the whole going off on a tangent and telling yeah. you this whole story cole has been in, madly in love with this little girl that he has met one time <laughs> twice now a little girl that was on my uh his her dad was on my baseball team yeah. a couple years ago and they met one time at a baseball game and he, anytime anybody asks, who's your girlfriend or do you have a girlfriend or who are you going to marry when you get older? He says this little girl. Wow. And I'm like, what, how do you, like, he doesn't even remember all of his classmates names. Like uh-huh. it, kids don't, aren't good with those kind of things. And yeah. they change like that. Yeah. Any, any other question like, Hey, what do you want to be? when you get older, it's going to change every five minutes. But one consistency with this little boy is how madly in love he is with this little girl. And dude, it just makes me wonder, like, I wonder if they knew each other in a past, like if they had a love in a past life. Mm -hmm. And the second time that 
they saw each other was at her birthday. Wow. My buddy called me up. He's like, hey, man, I hadn't seen him in a, uh, about two years, a year and a half. He's like, hey, man, I'm having a birthday party. Uh, would you like to come? I'm like, yeah. If it was for his little girl, obviously. Yeah. I left that part out. But we went and Cole was like, oh, my God, Avery. Wow. Like, just wow, like that, dude. Yeah. His whole life. And he still talks about her. And that was six months ago, eight months ago. <laughs> dude. Makes well, you, it does make you wonder. Like, man, I, they, they were probably in love in a past it, life. It does. Because, you know, I believe that the energy never dies. It doesn't. It just transfers. Even scientifically. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, he's been here. She's been here. We've all been here. Yeah. I think we all hit those moments, too, where we're like, man, I've, I've been here before. Yeah. Deja had, vu. Had one the other day. Yeah. It was wild. Yeah. It's crazy. I think I told you about it, but I was sitting there at my desk and um, I was like, the phone's going to ring. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, it rings a lot. So I'll give it that. But I was like, but Dude, I've, I've felt this. Right. It was the person that it was. Dude, it was amazing. Um, it's been happening a lot lately. I was texting somebody today and the person called. Um, yeah, I love those moments. But I believe it, man. I, I believe that the kids are tapped in, tuned in. Not all the way here on earth yet. Yeah. And uh, tapped into something else. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And then there's a certain time where they just, well, I'm here. Yep. Yeah. Gone, gone from that reality. Yeah. You know, and, and that's why it's so important to keep their imagination alive yeah. and keep that, to keep that open in them, yeah. to keep that magic alive, to keep that infinite knowing and feeling of unlimitedness that you experience from being a free spirit, you know, and really love. I think, I think ultimately anything you do, you know, you really just want the kid to feel love. Right. And when we stop, start to stop feeling love is really like when things start to go wrong. Right. We start to think about things, analyze too much, mm -hmm. start to lose a little bit of that love factor. <laughs> yeah. We and start then, to come, become numb. You start to become desensitized. Yeah, you just, just step by step, you know, so yeah, I think it's a really good point. Keep the yeah. imagination going. Um, yeah, and I think that's you know why it's so important to not allow like you know like negative energy into the uh, into the home or you know keep it at best at bay. You know, yeah, um, and stuff like that because the kids pick up on it. They're sponges. Yeah, and that's all part of that thing that you just want to keep as real as possible for a yeah. while yeah that i think that's the biggest thing it, it's hard to keep negative energy away you'll you'll fucking go crazy and create negative energy for sure. yourself if yeah. you try to so hard to keep it away but the the important thing you said is keeping it real yeah explaining yeah. where the negative energy is coming from yeah. why it's there what it's showing you explaining your processes to the children i think a lot of times i think at times not a lot of times because I've got to keep in mind, like where I see parenting is not necessarily the the collective parenting because I work for the court system, a juvenile court system, so I don't always see the greatest parenting mm -hmm. skills or stories. Or so I've got to keep that in mind that I'm a little skewed towards the negative parenting. But I think a lot of times parents try to. I don't, I don't know what exactly I'm trying to say here. It's hard to put into words, but dismiss the explanation or knowledge as I'm just the authority and you have to listen to me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's like, you, you hear it with toddlers like, Hey, 
don't do that. Why? You know, t- kids ask why. Mm-hmm. Why? Why can't I do that? Mm-hmm. Because I said so. Stop. You know, and I'm guilty of that too. When you get frustrated, irritable and other things in life are getting you, I I get it. Sure. But we should do our best to explain to our children why, Mm -hmm. because they're trying to learn. Mm -hmm. They're not trying to bug you. It may be bugging the shit out of you, (laughs) Yeah. but I mean, genuinely they're curious beings wanting information because they're trying to build their program Mm -hmm. within themselves and who they're going to become. Right. So if you dismiss them, they may not feel worthy or they may grow up and be dismissive of others, right. you know? And so it's really, really important to, to bring our best foot forward, especially as parents. Yeah. That's interesting. The first thing I thought of is like later in life, like if they're pulled, you know, pulled over by a policeman or something, it's like, um, you know, well, what mentality did you instill stop? Because I said so, which is probably going to, which is probably going to form some sort of, not good behavior. Hostile. Hostile. Sure. There we go. Mm-hmm. Um, or, you know, explain the situation. Right. You know, try to have some sort of empathy. Mm-hmm. Meet them on some sort of level. Right. To where later in life, they don't look at authority and, you know, basically give them the finger. Right. You know. I yeah, because they've been trying to bucket their whole life. Right. <clears throat> and because they didn't understand. Like, right. I just got this person that's older than me. Like, I'm just a child. And what am I supposed to do? You know, I'm just trying to figure things out. Here I am powerless. And this person's just telling me no, because period. Yeah. Period. That's it. It's like, so really a short change, you know, to the the child. Yeah, it is. And I think that, um, you know, that's, that's going to be one that I've I've studied for a while. It's like, you know, how am am I going to handle those types of things? How am I, how am I going to deal with that? Because it's going to come. So I think talking about it right now is going to help me ingrain that into my head. Like, Hey man, it's not this kid's fault. He's here. Right. It's not her fault. She's here. There you go. Wow. (laughs) It's got a little more focal there, huh? It's not her fault. She's here. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's your job to explain this. Yeah. It's your responsibility. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I got a lot more focal because that's what it takes. Right. Yeah. You know, for sure, man serious man it's it's very serious it's the real deal but not serious at the same time because you're going to screw it up yeah (laughs) we all screw it up yeah you know and that's another thing it's like okay you're gonna have those moments where you're like because just just go yeah like get get out of my hair yeah but don't be too proud to go back and be like hey dad was overwhelmed i'm really sorry you know i i shouldn't have done that i'm sorry i did that and this is this is why, just basically, like how I do today. Right? Yeah. Sorry, I was I was a complete child. Yeah. I li- I've literally said that in the past week. I was yeah. a complete child. Sorry. Right. I <laughs> I own up to what I did. Right. It was the most childish thing I've done all week, and I'm sorry. Yeah. So if I just act the same way, yeah, should be fine. And it'll be easier because it's your child. Yeah. And, and they'll, they'll love unconditional me. love, yeah. man. Because you'll, you'll find, I mean, you know, anybody anybody listening knows, a lot of people's love is unconditional when they you don't play a huge part in their reality. Mm-hmm. You know, obviously, <laughs> you're going to be a lot more unconditional loving of a family member or somebody mm-hmm. that's dear to you than, you know, somebody you've met five times. Yeah. So, I don't know, man. You, you're, I know you're going to be a great father. Um, I'm excited. I'm excited. It has already changed me in ways that I couldn't imagine. <clears throat> um 
just from the feeling of like, you know, I had, uh, I, I had expressed, um, I had expressed a real fear of money in the last one. It's like, it's gone. Yeah. It's like, okay. I mean, obviously it's still there, but like, you know, it's it's more of a thought than a fear now. Right. It's it's more of just a thought. Right. It's like it, it's like it struck the, just took the shower away. Like it just was like, so because it, because then it becomes unconditional. So no matter what condition it is, I know my love will never change right. for her. Nor will hers for you. Right. Nor, uh, nor, nor will hers. Nor will hers. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, what's that? Yeah. Nice, dude. <laughs> I Very remember good. which button it was. <laughs> I was like, damn, got it right on the first one. <laughs> Timing was a little off, but. Dude. Yeah, man. I mean, good. even if. <laughs> Even if you're homeless with your child, imagine living in in the woods with your child. Dude, you know what I'm saying? I'm not I'm not saying you're going to be homeless with your child. <laughs> so, damn, that took a long uh, left turn. <laughs> no, but I'm like generally speaking like if you just loved your child and and made the best of the situation, your kid would probably love living in the fucking woods. Oh yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah, I mean I I think they would too. I mean that's 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 where we naturally came from. So Right. You know. Um. Yeah, so I agree with that, and uh, it's just been a whirlwind of emotions the past few days. So here we are. Here I am. She's as big as a plum right now. Plum. Plumski. Plum. Um. Saw the second sonogram today. Uh, there's definitely facial features. Um. She looks like an alien right now. Um, but she is in one, one of the poses flexing. Um, so I know that's a strong baby and, uh, she's, uh, she's telling me and I'm going to relay that to you. Stay hard. Stay hard. Motherfucker. Yeah. Cause uh, we got a big race coming up. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. Speaking of real, that's very real. That is four days away. Four days. And, news on that front yeah it's early enough for me to see cole's game yes i was really worried i was gonna have to miss his first t-ball game but uh the race starts at 6 30 what time is the game one mm-hmm. oh yeah i'm definitely not missing that oh okay wow what a piece of uh ooh, what a piece of motivation oh yeah because yeah that's uh that's, I mean, that's pretty close to like what? So that'd be six and a half hours till to start a race to start a thing. Yeah. Okay. Dude. Bar- barring, barring injury, if it takes me six and a half hours. Oh no! Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think I could probably get close to power walking it in six and a half hours. Yeah, yeah. 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 <clears throat> so. so, so jinx, jinx. Yeah. So that's exciting news. That's exciting news. And uh, speaking of other exciting news, totally unrelated, man. Beautiful, beautiful Sunday it was. Yeah. It was, what, 85 degrees and sunny. And um, Brittany and I laid on the trampoline and listened to Nako Sunday service. Beautiful. Oh, dude. it It was closest to the closest to a psychedelic experience sober that i've ever had in my life it was so euphoric like the sun was shining on us there was a cool breeze 
Nako played a couple of my favorite songs. He played Alice. He played Honor to the Earth because of Earth Day, and then he played Alice. Oh, my dude. I was seriously in a different world, man. It was really beautiful. And with Brittany, that's amazing. Yeah, dude. She just laid on my chest, and we just listened to it. And, oh, dude, it was really euphoric, for real. Really, really euphoric. And I shared that with him. Mm-hmm. And he responded. With Naka? Yeah. Oh, nice. I want to be like, check your email, motherfucker. All right. <laughs> but he, I, I shared the story with him. Just, I said just that, like, hey, it was really euphoric. We had a water line bus in the house earlier. I was overwhelmed, left the center, and then your Sunday service and the sunshine and the breeze and love. And whew, it was beautiful, man. It was really beautiful. And he was like, hey, beautiful. He said, beautiful, man. And, uh, like I said, I That's wanted to be like, hey, bro, check your fucking email. I'm trying to get you on my podcast. But I didn't want to push it, you know. I learned my lesson the first time. <laughs> yeah, it'll uh, it'll, it'll happen. I'll, I'm going to keep tagging him, too. And, yeah. Uh, yep. Yeah. He'll be on. Yeah, so about his Sunday service, you guys, if you're not familiar, I know you. we've talked about Nako a million times, and I'm sure we brought up Sunday service. I know Eric's talked about it a couple times, but he does a – instagram live every sunday and plays the piano and the guitar acoustic guitar and just sings to this phone and man he's so fucking talented man he is the most talented i i love him i love him we watch it um we keep we turn it on every sunday right uh play it in the background most times we sit down and like really watch it because i love just watching him yeah he's uh he does you know there's nothing like really going on besides all of his emotion right and really that's what makes nako i think like you get to see him sing the songs like it's pure it's authentic it's him playing the piano it's him playing the guitar you're live and right there with him yeah like it it's very cool i love watching it um and it i think it's it started when covid happened yeah. and that's how he kept his you know message out and his music out uh you know and then he got canceled uh, yeah it became say a, a bigger thing so um so that happened but yeah, it's it's one of my man, I don't know. I don't know what to call it. Um it's something that I put definitely put time and energy into yeah. is watching Nako Sunday service. It's at six o'clock every Sunday, um on Instagram Live. You don't you don't have to do anything, you just tune in. Yeah. Uh there's a tip jar there, but I mean it's just a thing that he does because he loves it, and there is so much good music on there. I mean, uh, one that I've been replaying, I have um, – sometimes people will upload the Sunday service to right. uh, YouTube, and then you know, you, I have YouTube something or other where I can just download stuff and then play it whenever, and uh, I downloaded a Sunday service, and it's one where he played uh, Drake's Take a Shot for Me mm-hmm. and remixed it on the piano gives me chills every time yeah dude it's so good dude, he's he it plays so good all the remix that he does wish he would just do that like just go right. to the shows and just do that right dude that would be awesome yeah his music's fantastic i'm not saying that i know what you mean it's like bro that's shit he's so talented i think that's why i like it so much dude, it's like he can do anything the piano is is my favorite instrument he plays it so eloquently yeah. like it's it's just a romantic it is instrument it is. and it's like so soothing and sinks to the soul it's like oh man his voice is just out of this world i mean yeah. and he got surgery done recently i didn't know that uh i don't know if it was recent 
but he did get surgery done to fix his vocal cords and dude he's been murdering since well <laughs> yeah huh mm-hmm. i didn't know he had anything wrong with him. yep i don't know if yep definitely that's awesome I'm talking about god it went well for him yeah. he had a little bit of an echo on his last sunday service like a set up echo mm-hmm. he mm-hmm. had like I don't want to say auto tune. I don't know shit about producing music, but it had a, a little bit of an echo, so his longer notes kind of echoed. And yeah, did add like a perfect, perfect touch, man. It's good really stuff. enjoyed it. Definitely, Indeed. it's uh, it, it's great. It's like you know, it's great positive music. So mm-hmm. like, it's good for everybody. He's pretty funny too. He's hilarious. Yeah. Um, so it's like you know what I'm trying to say is like good for kids. It's good to like sit down and watch as a family. Like, yeah, it's good stuff. It's positive. For sure, man. It's very good energy. For sure. Did you watch this last one where he talks about his how he met his horse? That's a pretty good story. He talks about how his he let his inner child out and he's like, okay. He went and looked at the horse and it's like I'm gonna see if this horse is meant for me. And he said he took off running in the field to see if the horse would chase him and the horse chased him. <laughs> and he knew right then he was taking him home. That was the horse. Yeah. And he said it just came up and laid his head in his lap and was like, Okay, let's go home. <laughs> So it's cool, man. It's cool to hear stories like that from, you know, when, when people reach a certain level, they kind of lose a little bit of, um, humanness imagination. Uh, I think, you know, I, I think like moving from being human to being an idol and like only focusing like, Oh, this guy's a musician yeah. and like forgetting all the human sides of yeah. him. So hearing little stories about his actual life is pretty cool, man. It is cool. You know? Especially when, Letting your inner child out is, is is amazing, man. I love hearing about people not caring what other adults think and just fucking do whatever they want. Yep. You know, it's a powerful place to be in. It is. Indeed. Yeah, he's definitely a, a person that does what he wants to do. You know, <clears throat> yeah. Hopefully he wants to come on the Lights of the Roundtable podcast. Huh? He said that. He did. He did say that. He did. He said. <laughs> I'm never going to let him live that. No, day. I won't either. Hey, dude, you said it. You, you did. You yourself said that, buddy. And we would love to have you. Yeah. So, IFK. I fucking know. I know you said it, Nako. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well played, sir. Well gotcha. played. Oh, uh, man. Yeah, that'll be awesome when he does come on. But, um, yeah, that's a good point, dude. It's good stuff. I do enjoy it. And I realized I said I watch it every single Sunday. And then you were like, hey, did you watch it this Sunday? I was like, nope. <laughs> Sure did. Oh shit! Yeah, <laughs> I didn't mean to put you on the spot, brother. No, it's okay. I just wanted to I, reference I, this. Nope, 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 nope. I'm the one that said I watch it every Sunday. <laughs> you didn't say that. I did. That, that's true. That's true. So, majority of the Sundays, I do watch it, but a lot of them, right? A hey, lot. there's a great, there's a great <laughs> reference. A lot of them. Boy, if I, if I can just get switching these words down, it'd be good. Oh man. Um, so let me uh, let me ask you this once nope okay sorry I won't put you on the spot (laughs) once the whole okay we are having a baby and and it may still I'm sure has it set in I know it probably is still setting in and will set in until she's here I don't know I don't think it's set in yet no Mm -mm. no it's kind of surreal still (laughs) yeah (laughs) okay so have you had any other thoughts feelings or fears come up after learning about it. Beautiful. Dude, here's one. 
and I know I'm just, this is the craziest one. Um, what am I going to do when I need to change the diaper? Yeah. Bro, you're going to change the diaper. Right. You're going to figure it out. <laughs> hey, listen, dude, I've, that's, that's the worst fear I have right now. Um, the other day, Miko, he just got a haircut, which is fantastic. But Miko just been feeling sick lately. And, um, man, he went outside to use the bathroom and it got all in his hair. Like, oh. dude, it was not good. <laughs> God. But here's what happened. Took care of him. Right. You know? Dadded and, uh, it up. It dadded it up, man. And it's like, bro, look at this situation. What are you look what you're doing, man? You're cleaning <laughs> this, you know, you're cleaning them up, making them feel good. Like so this is exactly what you'll do. What are you talking about? So, yeah. Yeah, and she won't have hair all over her butt, so it'll be a, it'll go a lot smoother. Daddy's pretty hairy. I don't know. <laughs> but um but no man uh it just it's it's gonna come um no i i would say the only uh thing that has come up is uh how will we how how will we have enough coverage to watch her and dude the outpour of people specifically doug and Rhonda, right they're like <clears throat> listen We've already like start, yeah. They, yeah, dude. They've already like changed schedules, like at jobs and stuff. Like already trying to get this time off and stuff. It's like, okay, that's it. Yep. Like, I I don't expect them to be there all the time. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm no, saying I know what is, you mean. It's just like, and I know Doug and Ron does. Yeah, and then you so you know, uh, you know, voice that, and it's just like, oh, there it is. Here you go, first so, grandbaby. So every everything that just is coming it's just like no but but nothing has been paralyzing yeah. like that the like the fear of money was yeah so boom but uh, all the way through all the way through um actually no there is one um either how tightly will i be wrapped around her finger or how tightly will she be wrapped around mine is a fear it's both it's gonna be both it's both she's gonna be a daddy's girl yeah oh yeah they usually are yeah. hashtag girl dad sorry Kayla. <laughs> sorry not sorry right yeah. well, i know you went through all the pain and labor and all that stuff but i think she's gonna like me more yeah <laughs> probably let her get away with a little more huh yeah. <laughs> i don't know i think I, I think i'm really gonna try to um be fair about that. Yeah. I don't know. I know you will. It's going to be really tough. So she gives you that pouty until face. Until she like, gives you the pouty oh, face. Tell her no. And then, man, that is going to be so difficult, bro. <coughs> but we'll encounter it when we get there. I got I got to do the right thing. You're right. And you will. Because you've been practicing. Yeah. For a long time. Mm-hmm. Doing the right thing. Man. That's crazy. The day after we talked about it at this very table. Day after. And uh I thought and then the title of the, the podcast was Becoming Dad. Yeah. I was like, I was like, man, but nobody knows but me. So no one's gonna think anything. Right. I don't know. I'm just a thought in my mind. <laughs> yeah, because you're you're thinking, Oh shit, do people know? Yeah. <laughs> and then these last <clears throat> three months we told a few people, we told you guys, um, and then I couldn't figure out 
like who I told, who I didn't. It's just a weird game to play. Like, right. In my head, it was so strange. <laughs> so strange. Yeah. I, I know you uh, had some creative ways of alluding to it over the past couple of episodes. Yeah. And it, I wanted to like giggle out loud, but yeah. I didn't want to be like, oh, that'll make that uh, that sign obvious if yeah. you giggle. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that was good. That was good, man. Here we are. Good just, timing. Just took a little time. It's okay. It's worth the wait, right? For sure. Slow and steady wins the race. My, yeah. wife, my wife taught me that. So she'll uh, she'll be joining us in November. November eighth is the due date. November eighth. Yep, my sister is having a, a baby girl as well. No shit. Mm-hmm. And oh, she's due in August. Oh man, look at that, besties, besties, besties. So that's pretty cool. That is cool, man. Yep. That's her third one, correct? Mm-hmm. So yeah. are, are they going to be done? Do you know? Not, not that it's any of my business. Yeah, just kind I, I of a curious know. question. Well, congratulations, Jenna and Owen. It's awesome. Yep. They got two boys, right? Two mm-hmm. boys and a girl now. Yep. Boom. That's awesome. Yep. Uh, Makes me happy. Um, Brady, Charlie. I don't know if she wants me to say the name of the other. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. So. That's, that's understandable. Man, you get you guys are a patient family. When when I heard, I called everybody and told everybody. Yeah, like I, I've always, I'm just not that patient. Yeah, it, <laughs> but it's a skill. It's a skill. Patience is a skill. Yeah, it just uh, I don't know, just went with the flow. Yeah, yeah. Once I, I mean, really, once I figured out that fertility, the you know miscarriage could happen, I was a little more understanding of it. Right, but. Did speak up and we did make a compromise. Boom. So it's cool. So I appreciate that. Appreciate you, brother. Likewise. Appreciate all you beautiful souls out there still listening. So, <clears throat> you got anything else? No. Um, I thought I thought what we talked about yesterday was pretty interesting about the viewership on the podcast. Yeah. Because I think it's. Um, I think it's a real thing. I think it's a net that's been casted over podcasting in general. I think they're trying to control it. Oh yeah, for sure. Man. Um, <clears throat> and the reason that makes me think that is because one of our older episodes was flagged for COVID information. Really? Where, where do you see that? at? I haven't um, seen that. I'll show it to you after, but, yeah. um, and the odd thing about it is, is does it doesn't say anything about COVID in the description. So it's ran through uh, exactly <clears throat> ran through a system and keywords of. That's what I'm saying. They're they're. I I don't know how. I could be wrong, but no. That's there's only that's the only way. It right. doesn't have anything in the description. We yeah. checked last night. It's probably just a, a brief conversation about it, huh? It, it's. I mean, it does. Yeah, it doesn't say anything in our description. So yeah, it clearly wasn't like a huge part of it, right? But <laughs> yeah, so that's what I'm saying. And and you know, with Rogan becoming <laughs> so popular now, that they're like, shit, like yeah, we're this has gotten get out of away. control, right? Now there's millions of podcasts and, everywhere. And I bet the next question was, how many podcasts are out there? Oh my God, there's millions? There's one in every other home. Yeah. Fuck. People are starting their own. What are we doing? 
We got to get a control on this. Yeah. Let's I, run them through this algorithm. If they say these keywords, flag them. I mean, dude, I mean, I, I'm not saying that we should have a, a million listeners. I'm not even saying we should have a thousand. I'm not even saying we should have a hundred. I'm, I'm not even saying like our content is fire. I'm just saying we have a base. Like, and whenever you and I post something about something that's other than the podcast, it it gets a lot of interaction, right? Be, you know, be, between the both, like it gets a lot of interaction. I mean, I know everybody's not amped up about uh, a podcast like they are a picture of a baby and stuff like that, right? But like the picture alone got so much interaction yesterday that was I couldn't even keep up with it. Right. Again, I know the excitement isn't for the podcast every time, but I don't get anything on the podcast right. when I when I post it. But the same three or four <clears throat> people. Yeah. Super grateful. Just saying, there's a there's a something happening. Yeah, dude. So, he, he, and and this is what's my point is even if people are seeing it and they're not excited about it and they just scroll past it, I get it. Whatever. You don't have to like the post about you know if you're listening or even if you're not. Whatever. That's fine. My issue was I posted check out the new episode, sent it to my story put two other things in my story along with it. And that was the first one had zero views in yeah. 15 hours. But the other two I posted both had over a hundred views on my story. You know, it's funny. Like how the fuck does that happen? It is funny. It's I fucked ha- up. I have started to notice some stuff like that on my personal page. Dude, what the fuck? No, that was my personal page that I posted. Well, I meant like, um, outside of like the podcast. random shit. Yeah, yeah, like random stuff. Yeah. I'm going to start paying attention to the words that I put in whatever I say. Yeah, dude. I, Interesting. I don't fucking, I don't get it, man, because I I pay attention to the algorithms. Like yeah, times of do. the day that posts get the most interaction. Like I play with it. I post at different times of the day and see which ones are getting hit, you know, which topics are getting uh, the most attention and whatnot. So I try to, I try to stay on top of it, you know, just, yeah. just for, I guess, extent and all intensive purposes as far as getting this out there. But dude, when I hit those algorithms with a a podcast post where the day before I posted the exact same time and it had 85 shares and, you know, over a hundred likes, it's like, this is getting one or two likes. And it's usually my wife and you or Marcus or somebody that is close to the podcast. Mm -hmm. What the fuck? Mm -hmm. It doesn't make any sense. Well, it does kind of make sense because I don't know. Yeah. Like you said, I think I think you're onto something with the whole um, free speech and podcasting thing, and mm-hmm. running it through a computer algorithm is a pretty fucking easy way to drain out what you don't want put out there, you know. So I don't know. That just means we got to we have to adapt. We will, and yeah, I mean, again, just consistency. Yeah. It's, it's it's just something that'll probably you know pass again for sure. See, I, I was thinking the same thing yeah. today. It's like, dude, you're gonna have ups and downs. It'll pass but, again. But it was weird. The listenership just on Anchor cut in half. Like the last two episodes is like the same drop off. Hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's 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 just strange. Like it didn't taper five or six people. It cut in half hmm. for two episodes. The last two episodes. Yeah, I've strange. A, yeah, it was a big drop off. I don't know. Anyways, if you haven't listened to those episodes, they are pretty fucking good. So. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and and if you guys have marketing tips too, we're open for for uh, 
yeah. tips, advice, you know, whatever. It's got to be. We're open. It's got to be a lot. I know that we got we got to post like every day, yeah. multiple times a day. Yeah. Like that's just that's just what I've heard from you know the people that the man himself, Gary V. Gary V. Yeah, he like, knows the algorithm. He, know, he, he knows. Yeah, I've, I've seen some of his videos talking about it. it's like TikToks four a day. Yeah, you got it four just, a day. It's like fuck. If I get four a week, I'm happy. <laughs> so you know, it's I don't know. Yeah, I think it's about that. About that life. Yeah. Yeah. And there's, I mean, just like, you know, Andre, like Andre's putting out what, however many podcasts a week, you know? Yeah. Four, three, four. Yeah. And he's ripping them out. That's three or 400% more than what we're doing. Yeah. That's all right. It's just all right. So, a year and a half in. Well, yeah. Good, man. Um, yeah. But just a, just a topic of conversation, just. Thought it was interesting, and then yeah, I noticed that uh, that whole COVID thing, and I was like, that seems strange. I wonder when they tagged that. That'd be interesting to see it if that be. cut our listenership over the last couple episodes. Like if they just flagged it three weeks ago, and then all of a sudden we're getting half the listens. You know what I'm that saying? That would be interesting. Yeah, because yeah, I don't know exactly when the day it was when I started to see that. Ah, you see what I'm saying? I do now. I bet you know exactly it was when fuck when when this all went down with Rogan, because the censorship happened because of Rogan. Oh yeah, on Spotify. Yeah, it's on flagged Spotify. On Spotify. It's flagged on Spotify. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. But still, that still shows that it's not just him. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure. I'm sure they don't have a million people listening to podcasts to make sure it's like keywords. It's a, yeah, it's an algorithm system. Yeah, it's crazy, dude fucking ai but that makes perfect sense now yeah it does <sighs> oh well oh well we're gonna keep shining at the round table we're gonna keep talking we are that's because we're, we're besties gonna we're gonna keep talking so that's right so thanks for listening thank you <laughs> thank you um yeah i don't know i think that was, i think that was it yeah mm-hmm so thanks for listening if you're still listening if you need a plumber call one tom plumber that's who came to my fucking house you gotta be kidding me really yeah nice 500 fucking dollars for 15 minutes of work bro yeah man but also i was just talking to my maintenance guy about one tool that he uses it was like thousands of dollars this guy told me the tool i could get at home depot and it was 15 fucking dollars really and the part was 497 four dollars and 97 cents see sometimes it is like that but it was a sunday so it was an emergency service which there's fucking water pouring out of my wall but <laughs> yeah that's true it was an emergency yeah. <sighs> anyways we love you guys eric congratulations <laughs> on becoming a father and expecting father and I know I'm over the moon for you, and I know everybody around you is, and I'm sure everybody listening that just got the news tonight is as well. So Thanks. congratulations, brother. Thanks, man. Can't wait to see the beautiful light you and Kayla have created, and can't wait to share that with you guys. <clears throat> so, yep. Another week at the round table in the books. We love you guys. We hope this message finds you well, and we will see you next time. Moonlight, 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 moonlight
Take a look at myself, see my third eye, third eye, third eye, third eye.